Welcome to the Living for Purpose podcast, a podcast about creating health and wellness and getting the life you deserve. This is for frontline fundraisers and heart-centered overachievers working for purpose in social profit organizations of all kinds. We know the work is so important and so rewarding, but I'm not going to lie, it can be just as depleting. Here's the thing, you've got to take care of yourself so that you can take care of others on the planet. I'm your host, Andrea Bell, and I made this for you. So welcome to the podcast. This is Living for Purpose with Andrea Bell, episode number five. Absolutely thrilled today to have Francine Favrette with us. Francine is a heart-centered coach, a speaker, and an empowered empath. As an owner of an online coaching business and founder of Signature Transformational Programs, Francine lives her life's purpose, leading people to feel fully alive and to reconnect with what matters most. She believes that when you fix the things inside you first, your inner world will reflect on your outer world. Your relationships will thrive, your energy will increase, and you will begin to manifest what your heart desires with joy in your heart. One of the unique and interesting things about Francine is that she has over 25 years of corporate leadership and coaching experience where she helps develop top leaders. The last several years, while diving deeper into her spiritual quest and coaching, she received mentoring by world-class coaches and elite healers to help craft her abilities to help others. Francine is intuitively gifted and can quickly identify the blocks that are in the way of you connecting to your organic essence. She is on a mission to help connect people to their truth. Wow. I love, <laughs> I love all of this, Francine. Sounded um, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> well, that is you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank that you. is you. So, you know, I, you know, we know each other, you know, outside of, of the podcast. And that's why I so much wanted to, to bring you here. And I'm so grateful to you for sharing your wisdom with the listeners of this podcast. I hope we could just start a little with you telling us a little bit about your journey from the corporate career to where you are now and how that evolved. Yeah, great way to start. Before I start, I'll just introduce my sidekick for a moment. (laughs) Your listeners may not be able to see her, but she's my pup and she's going to be on my lap for most of the time. Yes, (laughs) and she may have that out of the way. (laughs) She may have a few words to say. Also, may have a word, a few words to say. Oh, I think. Oh, she's She's adorable. Yes, thank you. Love her. (laughs) So yeah, I was in the corporate environment, like early twenties, um, was in retail for, I guess about six years. I sort of grew up in that environment. My parents owned a grocery store. So I started working at nine years old, really, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and ended up in a fortune 500 company in my sort of mid late twenties, probably 27 for an oil and gas industry, which is not uncommon for South Louisiana. It's pretty widespread here and moved up rather quickly in leadership and love that aspect of helping others sort of get to the next level and loved it for a long time. The part about helping others, you know, move up and, you know, having a team 
but really felt the calling probably about six years ago that I wanted to do something on my own where I had more freedom and where I could, you know, capture a bigger audience and and do my own thing. And so Mm -hmm. I stepped out of that in uh, September of 2015 and started my own coaching business and the rest is history. (laughs) A lot of learning curves going from employee to entrepreneur. It's it's a different mindset uh, that I was not expecting. And so while it was easy to make things happen and for things started to manifest in my corporate world, having a team, all of a sudden I'm on my own trying to figure this out. And so the first year was a lot of growing pains and, you know, growing pains here and there, but I wanted to quit probably a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. And a little tiny voice would say, yeah, stop. It's not worth it. And, but the, the voice, the soul part of me was like, you got to keep going. And I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. So eventually it worked itself out where I could get in the groove and I was able to, you know, get mentors and sort of my own team, people, expertise in, in the field that I was in to help guide me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it sounds like there was a lot, in, you know, there were some very important elements of your corporate work that you brought into your your personal practice, your your business, which was helping people go to the next level. And so what is really cool about what you're doing today is it's not just about getting to the next level professionally, but it's about getting to the next level personally and, you know, spiritually. And, you know, that's really juicy and good stuff, you know. And so how did you sort of transition from helping people reach their professional goals to helping people reach the personal goals? Big question. So I realized that I was working and attracting a lot of high achievers, right? (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it was like doing a goal, knocking out, you know, homework or going to the next level. That was already inside of them. That was Mm -hmm. like already a thing. What was what I felt like they really needed was the spiritual, the spiritual aspect and getting reconnected to who they really are. So some of them were high achievers, but not really going in the direction of their sole purpose. Mm -hmm. Sort of like, well, this is what I grew up thinking I needed to do, you know, sort of ego driven, not in a bad way. Maybe it was influenced by parents, society, even their culture, but it led them on a path of sort of getting disconnected to who they really are. And they're like, who am I? You know, I'm accomplishing a lot of stuff. And once I accomplish it and I got it, I'm still like, feel disconnected. And there's not a lot of peace and, and great feelings, maybe in the moment when it happens, but then it sort of leaves me and then I'm off to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So I could really re- resonate with that and totally relate to it because I went down that that path myself. So once I started killing the layers and working really deeply on another level with myself and working with these clients, I realized that I needed to pivot and shift. And and I was really kind of doing it in a way anyway, but I was sort of marketing to the executive. And here we are talking about really, you know, what 
what really lights our soul on fire rather than what's the next goal? Well, the goal is, like you said, level up, level up in finding or rediscovering who you are and what really matters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really feels like to, to really be successful, you need to feel in alignment with your values and, you know, who you are, you know, you, you mentioned being in touch with your soul purpose and not ego, perhaps ego driven goal to be successful, a monetary sense, or, you know, reaching your, your goals for your company. A lot of us feel like it's outside of us and we're always looking, she's about to bark. (laughs) We're always looking for the how, like, how do I, you know, feel this or go to the next level, maybe inside. And it, it's really the why and the what, you know, and it's getting real with yourself and getting honest with yourself and being brave to dive deep in the ocean of your soul, which not a lot of people will do that. Right. Because mm-hmm. honestly, we're not taught <laughs> and yeah. it's scary to feel we feel like it's scary to feel those emotions that we have avoided almost all our life by maybe numbing and, Mm -hmm. or just maybe putting on the shelf or distracting ourselves in different ways. So it's pausing for a moment and allowing that space to really look inward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like allowing, allowing yourself to feel your feelings without sort of putting a mask on or buffering or, you know, sort of pushing, pushing it aside so that you can keep on moving forward. It's like processing, processing through and, and listening to yourself. What is it that I am telling myself versus just pushing it down? Um, Getting over fear is a really hard thing. (laughs) Yeah. In your experience, you know, how do you, how do people learn to move forward with fear? Right. And, and to, to view fear is, is actually an indication of, you know, growth perhaps. Yeah. You can, when there is something uncomfortable going on, it's usually not real fear, right? What's real fear? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Real fear is the fight or flight response that we were given to sort of survive. It came in handy thousands of years ago when we were in the woods, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we didn't have shelter, but honestly it it doesn't, it may happen every now and then when we're about to get an accident we know exactly what to do or if there's a creepy person or something chasing us, right? But for the most part, what we experience is what I would call like a false fear, a false alarm. And it's just your subconscious, I guess, going, ah, because fear is really here to keep us alive, look out for a possible threat. And it's going, oh, it's it's not safe right there. <laughs> you have not done that before. Come back and, and let's let's stay, you know, maybe small, don't go too big. And sort of so recognizing that uncomfortable feeling and realizing that it's you know, what is holding you back and knowing that if you cross over that barrier, that barrier, 
you're going to gain confidence in my experience. So the more that we do something that is scary, like for me, public speaking 15 years ago, I would have faked a stomach, a stomach ache to get out of it because it scared the crap out of me. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But the more that I stepped up and the more that I did it, there may be a little nerves that may come on, but it's not nearly what it was 15 years ago. And it diffuses itself really quick. So I think although the brain is trying to protect us, it also wants us to win. So at some point it sort of gets on board and it sort of fades in the background where it's, not as strong of a resistance, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does. You know, it sounds, it sounds like practicing fear or practicing, you know, feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Exactly. We have to do it. Some fear is not going to go away. So we have Mm -hmm. to do it with fear still there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Just pulling from courage and stepping into it. You know, where does, where does faith come into it? I know that Oh, you know, yeah. faith is is a a strand that runs through all of your work. How does how does faith help us deal with our fear? So I will start by saying, those of us that are in the spiritual space, faith is really easy when things are going well, right? Because we're seeing the evidence. We're like, whoa, yeah, I'm doing. I'm on the right track. All the signs are there. Like. God is good. The universe is good. Awesome. 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 I have faith all day long because it's easy. But when things um, are not going on the track that we think it should be going or we're hit with a curveball in life or some type of obstacle, I feel like a lot of us sort of lose that, that fear. So, I mean, that fear, (laughs) I meant faith. So, it's building a muscle. It's not always easy, right? When things are going sort of haywire. So it's really tapping into whatever your divine is mm-hmm. and allowing, allowing, yeah, just allowing the divine God, whatever you call it, to do its work. Mm-hmm. So it's pausing for a moment, knowing that it's, Everything, I believe this, this is my belief that life is, Tony Robbins says this, life is happening for us, not to us, that the universe is always working towards our higher good. Again, not something that we were taught in school (laughs) or even in religion, for me anyway, but it's, you know, it's, it's a muscle. It's a muscle that I've had to learn to build. For some people, it may come a lot easier. It still gets me off track sometimes, but by doing this work, you're able to get back on track a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are some, you know, what are some tools or exercises or things that people can do to sort of stay rooted in belief that the universe is working for you. Yeah. So if you journal at the end of the day, neural pathways, most of us are wired to look at all the negative stuff, right? So writing, I think is really powerful. You can do it by just in your thoughts, you know, just saying them to yourself, but I think writing them down is even more powerful, but just 
going into gratitude or writing down all your wins. The more that you look at the world in um, those lens of being grateful and I am accomplishing stuff, even if it's a small win, like, hey, I smiled at someone, that will help sort of rewire those neural pathways and build the muscle, so to speak. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, I think that that that's so helpful for helping us, you know, stay connected to the bigger picture, you know, and it's particularly challenging at times to do so now when, you know, in these times, we may be feeling a little bit more stress, overwhelm, anxiety. And, you know, those things can really impact our mental health, our emotional health, even our physical health, especially if, like you said, you know, you're constantly in that, that flight or fight mode and you've got cortisol coursing through you all the time. So it, it really seems like managing all of that, the stress, the overwhelm, the anxiety is really crucial to your well-being and and actually to your work um, when you think about it. And I would wanted to ask you, how do you move from anxiety towards peace? Which seems yes. like a big move, right? But it I'm- is. <laughs> it's 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 a shift. So there's a lot of different practices we can do, right? We can meditate, we can have a, a morning routine of spending time with ourself, creating space for self-care, you know, walking, whatever that is. And it doesn't have to be long, but creating that space which will be really helpful. You know, I, I do it in the morning. Sometimes I do it at night as well. But I feel like when we, this is what a lot of people are not, I think are not looking at. When we're off purpose, again, I sort of started with this out of alignment with who we are, our body, our mind, our spirit is going to set up an alarm system, right? And a lot of time that a lot of times it will manifest in anxiety. So the more that we get clear on what our purpose is and what our, yeah, why we're here. And it can be like many different reasons. A lot of people I think are stuck on that one big thing, right? And what's important to us, the anxiety sort of like disappears or it's, yeah, I would say that it's it lessens mm-hmm. because I'm really doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And the loving universe, whenever we're out of alignment, this is my belief anyway, will cause us some discomfort in some way, mm-hmm. which brings on a lot of anxiety. And it's being true to your feelings, not making them wrong. For me, I grew up making my, not that my parents told me that I had to make my feelings wrong, but just by observing how they reacted, it was my belief and my filter that I got to show up like strong and hide those emotions. So being okay with, if you need to cry, freaking cry. If you need to be sad, be sad. Crying and, and sadness is sacred and then release it. It doesn't mean that we have to camp out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, you know, it seems like, you know, when we're experiencing that discomfort because, you know, we're out of alignment, you know, we want to listen to that. But sometimes that 
thing <laughs> that we need to align <laughs> with is out of alignment with the thing that we have to do. How do you negotiate processing through uncomfortable feelings or a challenging relationship perhaps on the job when you want to continue with that job? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I just had a conversation. That's that's a big one. That's yeah. a big one for a lot of people. I was in in that situation. So it's easy to just say, well, just leave the job, right? But we need something to pay the bills. And there's a part of it that you'd love. You'd love the work. But there's an individual or um, situation that is getting in the way that you feel like is getting in the way of you feeling fulfilled. And I'll go back on, it's really not the external stuff at the end of the day. I believe that when we fix the internal stuff, that it sort of manifests in our external world. So it could be, what is the universe asking you to do in this situation? Mm-hmm. What, what is the universe calling you to do? Is it calling you to maybe, maybe there's some fear involved and maybe it's giving you an opportunity to move past that fear? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. what I've learned is once we could job hop all day long. However, if there is a situation that sort of pops up in every job or in different, maybe it's a certain personality, maybe it's a situation, it's it's the universe saying, hey, I'm bringing it back to you. Mm-hmm. You didn't get it that time. I'm bringing it back. So it, it that's some of the deep work that you have to really kind of go in inward and say, what is this? Why is this showing up again and again? Or why is it showing up so big? Why is this irritating me? Do mm-hmm. I run for, from it or do I face it? Fight yeah. or flight. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of inner work to do mm-hmm. when you find yes. yourself in that situation. And it's not that you need to necessarily need to just move right into another job or get yourself a different role or you know, what have you. So, you know, the, the inner work is crucial. You know, how does, how does a person like who may not have experience with doing all of that get started? You're doing all the inner work. Yes. (laughs) I really don't think the universe, we do some deep, I do some deep stuff, right. But you can start really just getting all the noise, right? I call it the outside influences. Sometimes it's people. Sometimes it's the self chatter, but going, maybe taking a walk in nature without your, your iPad, without your iPod, without the earbuds I'm at, (laughs) without listening to a podcast, without, but just like nothing, where it's just stillness and quietness and getting almost in a meditative state where you can really listen to what your soul wants. And usually the answers will come up, but we're so busy distracting our minds and being busy because we don't want to feel all of that stuff. But I find it's as simple as just getting still and you can get into a meditative state by doing your laundry. 
<laughs> or doing or painting, whatever. It doesn't have to be anything complicated. So that's that's a start. Just being still and letting the divine connect you to your truth. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, was taking a peek on your website, like what's coming up in the future. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that you're launching a six week Zoom course next month on transforming your anxiety to peace and serenity, which yes. is like right on target for what we were talking about. Can you tell me a little bit about that course? What are like, where, you know, what's yeah. the, what's the journey? Tell me about the journey of that course. Yeah. The journey is it's so a lot of people think it's the man when the kids are good, when I'm like not doing this homeschooling thing again, and they're back, they're back in class, then I'll have some relief and then I'll have maybe peace and my anxiety will fade. If the relationship starts rocking again or find the right person if the career is, you know, if I get to CEO level or I, or I get the promotion, then my life. So that's sort of what everybody thinks, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought for a long time. Mm-hmm. And we really go back to it's it's not any of that. It's all internal stuff. It's really getting connected and it's a lot of purpose stuff. Well, I'll tell you this, we will work on knowing your purpose. And if you're so far from that, or maybe you kind of know, but you don't know, we'll get to a point where you'll know because you'll have tears in your eyes because it's your soul is speaking and it has touched you on that deep level. So there's a little hint. That's awesome. You know, I think, you know, that's, that sounds like a fabulous course. I know that so many, so many of us chase this idea of what is my purpose and have I found it? How am I going to do it? And it, it's almost, it could almost be anxiety provoking Yes, <laughs> so, to have a guide to work with you as you navigate those waters, or even if you really feel like you're working in purpose and living in purpose now to just, you know, really get that clarity and refocus your priority on that is a wonderful opportunity through that class. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I started writing it actually last year mm-hmm. and I sort of put it aside. And I think on our last trip mm-hmm. coming back where I was just kind of meditating, I had my ear things on and God, I heard God, the divine say, okay, it's time to level up and do more and help more and uh, expand more where I can get a bigger audience. Yeah. Still doing the one-on-one work, but this gives other people another opportunity, another option. And I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, you know, not only do you get to do this great work, but as a participant, you get to connect with other people who are, you know, on that path with you. And for those of us that, you know, have been, you know, sort of isolated uh, over the past year, (laughs) that's, um, (laughs) that connection is really nice to have, even if it's just online. So, you know, I wanted to ask, you know, because self-care and self-love is just so essential for, you know, our lives and for our work. I'd like to ask, 
my guests on the podcast about what they do to stay healthy and grounded and what are some of their essential routines and rituals that support your wellness and your work. So, you know, I've heard a little bit from you already, the walks and, you know, yeah, meditation, walks, walks, meditation, eating cleaner, cutting out a lot of sugar mm-hmm. that helps. I really don't have a lot of cocktails, maybe twice a month, just because of the work that I do to keep a, a clean channel that helps and giving myself time and space. I, just my environment. I do a lot of flowers around the house. Your favorite thing or one of mm-hmm. your favorite things, essential oils. Mm-hmm. I have a lemongrass going right now in the back of me. Nice. So just creating an environment for sure is helpful. Giving myself time in the morning, at least 30 minutes to just read and just feed my spirit. So those are some of the things that I do. Yeah, that's a nice morning ritual. I like that a lot. I think yeah. that I think that routines and rituals are are so special because not only do they fuel our wellness, but they, you know, really structure our days and get them off on the right foot. Yes. Um, they just feel great for all that want to get in touch with you and learn more about your programs and, you know, especially that uh, new online course that you have coming up in the future and, and your coaching, how can they best get in touch with you? By my website, which is my first and last name. So it's francinefavre.com. Or you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Cool. Well, I'll definitely put a link to all of that in the show notes. So, you know, If you're listening, that's where you can go. Just go to the website or your podcast provider and look on the show notes and you'll find the resources right there. Thank you so much, Francine. You are amazing. And I'm so grateful to know you and I'm so grateful to have you on the podcast sharing your experience and wisdom with all of our listeners. Oh, wow. It's been an honor. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Living for Purpose podcast. If you're ready to make your move and create the wildly healthy and balanced life you deserve, please subscribe to the podcast and sign up for our email at livingforpurpose.co. We'll see you next week. Bye.